Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1, since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, all you cats and kittens, Adam Ray here for the About Last Night podcast, and we've got a banger episode for you today. The hits just keep on coming, but before we get into all that, i got some stand-up tour dates. July 7th through the 10th, I'm going to be in Las Vegas, Nevada. Coming back to the Tropicana, the Laugh Factory at the Tropicana, July 7th through the 10th. I can't wait. Tickets at AdamRayComedy.com. And then I'm hitting the road with Sal Volcano, my boy from Impractical Jokers and the Hey Babe podcast. Uh, doing three dates with him, Portland, Seattle, Vancouver, July 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Tickets at SalvoConnellComedy.com. All my ticket info at AdamRayComedy.com. Speaking of my ticket info, La Jolla, San Diego, coming down south, Comedy Store. July 29th, 30th, and 31st at the La Jolla Comedy Store. Come see your boy. I've got a brand new hour of jokes and some surprises. Come out and see me. In La Jolla, July 29th through the 31st, and then Boston, Massachusetts, August 5th and 6th at Laugh Boston in Boston, Massachusetts. Come out and see me in Boston, August 5th and 6th. Tickets at AdamRayComedy.com. Follow me on Twitter at AdamRayComedy on Instagram and Twitter. Follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at ALN Podcast. All the Adam Ray merch at AdamRayComedy.com. Subscribe to my YouTube page and subscribe to the ALN YouTube page for all sorts of videos, clips, updates. We got banger guests coming up like Gene Smart, Adam Devine, Patrick Warburton, and more surprises. I can't wait. So, now that we got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a very special ALN episode with one of my favorites. I go on his podcast all the time, Take Your Shoes Off. You know him from As We See It on Amazon um, and, uh, and so much more. He's a hilarious dude, one of my best buds. And this episode is one of my favorites of all time. So enjoy a brand new ALN with Rick Glassman. Hey, it's Herbert. Mm-hmm. And you're listening to the About Last Night podcast, you slippery little son of a bitch. COVID has made people less afraid of the flu. Like, don't worry, dude. It's just the flu. Mm. Are we going? Yeah. I think there's something to be said about... Uh-oh. You good? I think there's something to be... Welcome back to the show. Rick Thanks. Glassman. Adam? It was, it was for the viewers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> COVID? Flu. Good. There has been a shift 
in the way people perceive sickness. Mm. Let me ask you this. You're on a plane. It's Southwest. You were in C group. You cut up to B group. Everybody saw. What do you do? I can't imagine not being in A group. I'm just not flying otherwise. That is correct. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you not wear these? No. Let me see if I can hear you. Check, check, check. Keep them on. I like you with them on. Keep them on. Oh, boy. Are we okay? Oh, God. Um, Rick Glassman here of the Take Your Shoes Off podcast. We all know it's my favorite podcast. It's probably your favorite podcast now. Split the difference. But... If you don't know Rick, maybe you've seen him on his Amazon show as we uh, as we see did it, it. See as it. we do it, as we see it. How's how's it how's it going? Short, shriveled, and a little to the left. <laughs> oh, who's the first guy that came up with that? That was that's Be from honest. Liar Liar. It's Jim Carrey from Liar Liar. But j- that's a joke that mm. that it's from that. Do you think he improvised that? I don't know. A little louder. Yeah. A little louder. Thank you so much. Um. Who's the first guy to do that? To go hey. third base? I don't know. For real though, do you think it was like at a lounge and the guy was trying to hit on a girl and he was like, Psst, "Hey, yes." Or I think of Will Ferrell in old school at the funeral. Remember? I do. Favorite movie of all time? Say it the count of three. One, One two, two, three. three. The Muppets Secret Garden. Manhattan. One more time. One, One two, two, three. three. The Shanghai Secret Gardens. Oh, you changed your mind. <laughs> One, two, three. three. Shanghai Noon. <laughs> One, two, three, three four, four, five, five six, seven, eight, eight nine, nine, ten, ten eleven, <laughs> twelve. 13, Worst game show 14, ever. <laughs> Can you count to 20? Yeah. Um, mm. The Secret Garden is one of those movies I'll never see. Yeah. And I have nothing against secrets or gardens, but you put them together, it's like orange juice and mayonnaise. Everyone gets a turn. <laughs> we'll be right back we'll keep it right here i remember that from full house when when uh somebody in full house one of, one of those girls was making uh popsicles frozen popsicles and she mixed i think it was orange juice and mayonnaise or something like that and they had like one of those talks where it's like just because they're good separate doesn't mean they're good together wait let me get the music instrumental full house sad Go ahead, Rick. Sweetie. What's up, Dad? I'm really proud of you for wanting to make something like this. Yeah. Well, it's my first time making frozen popsicles. By the way, which kid am I? I think I'm Michelle Tanner. I just... Say it, Dad. Don't spray it. I want the news, not the weather. (laughs) Take take off your pants. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Holy shit. It says Full House original soundtrack by Ung Myung. Yeah. It's got 532,000 views. <laughs> wow. Let's try to get them on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about hits and numbers, baby. Yeah. Um, no, I think there is, a, there is a list of movies that I want to see. I call them bucket list movies. That's a cool name for it. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... Do you make time to consume uh, content that's not for your career? Movies, TV. How often are you si- often are you sitting down? How often are you fixing a mic live on a podcast? I think if it, see people, you get in a car, you fix the mirrors. Like you make it safe, comfy for you. For you, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, are you a fidgeter in the car? Seatbelt? Like, is it how many licks does it take to get to the click of a seatbelt? One, two, <laughs> a three. <laughs> ah, he didn't put it on fast enough. <laughs> I, uh, I check my mirrors. I put on my seatbelts. I adjust uh, fix the, my underpants. You're I, a Jew, so you adru- adjust the um, uh, air conditioning? Well, I always have it the way I like it. So if I want it on, hey, I Burger push King? one. If I want it on, I push one button. But your audience doesn't want to hear about this. Yeah, we do. Well, I put it on. That was Rick Glassman. At Rick Glassman at Takes Your Shoes Off Pod. Uh, is there a time that you will dedicate to like, this is Rick chill time. And I'm being serious now. Do you like, 
have a time where you're like, I've worked hard. Mm. I'm going on vacay. Like when you went to London, I know you were working and did pods, but that was also vacay. Is there? A, will you have a time where you go, I'm going to watch some shows or on an airplane? <laughs> what? How old are you? <laughs> on an airplane, I, try, I tr- usually try to chill out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's also a place you could work. Well, no, it isn't. I know I always I always have these grand plans of the stuff I have to get done to get done on the plane and I bring the, the backpack and the notebook and the, the computer and all the stuff and then I get on the plane and I just go like I can't do anything too much I can't do it here why can't you do it there I just don't have I don't want to I don't I just don't know I, I just don't get it done I don't get that work done on the plane I'm sorry but I do have I do need a lot of recharge time mm. a lot of it I've been a bit uh overwhelmed the past couple weeks i even texted you yesterday about this and today was going to be the first day where i had nothing to do and by nothing to do i mean i could finally do all the stuff in my house that i need to do i hear that a me day yeah a me day i am uh, a life you need to take care of the life business not the podcast nope. not work stuff not other people's weddings or other people's podcasts or anything just just like let me just do my laundry let me Figure out all my paperwork stuff. Yeah. I'm doing... You got a new... Can say it? Go ahead. Can I say this? It's David. Can I say the show that you're on? Do you know the name of it? You don't even know the first one. Yeah, I do. What is the first Amazon one? <coughs> right? Now what's the new one? <laughs> <laughs> and the award for best response to an impromptu cough please, goes to... Please, please, please. Diane Weist. She was good. <laughs> Diane, come on in. Thank you. Hi, Diane Weist. Hello. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by. <laughs> you got it. Okay. That's oh. Diane Weist at, at Diane Weist at TakeYourShoesOff.com. <laughs> it's called Not Dead Yet. That's right. ABC, Rick Glassman. It's very cool. Starting to become a TV staple. You're like the white tone bell. Thanks. Yeah, Tone I don't Bell, like to compare myself ours, to other work, people, though. Well, I'll just make that quick comparison. Tone Bell works a lot and gets on a show, and if the show doesn't go, goes to a no- new show. But what if the show does go, and now he's on multiple shows? <sighs> then call him the fucking man. Tone uh, Bell's the man. We got to um, get him in here. Tone? Hi, t- let's get Tone and Diane we- Weist on together one oh. day. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. All right, here, here's a quick Mary Fuck Kill. Jackie Chan. Mary. Diane Weist. Kill. Tone Bell. Fuck. Rick, when you were a little boy. Yeah. Still am. Did you ever... I think we all are. I the, do too. The Peter Pan syndrome is real. Mm. And by that, me, I mean we all wear clothes that are too tight for us and love to enter through windows in a grand way. Yeah. That's or what, enter through Wendy in a grand way. Yikes. Aiga. Well, that is... <clears throat> I don't know if... That's right. I don't know if they would have put that in Hook. Will there ever be a version of Peter Pan where they just show Peter bursting through that window and just being like, who wants a hot load? Yeah. I'm actually working on one. Because <laughs> you see it's all these- Peter Penis. Well, <laughs> oh. Peter's, Peter's, Peter's Peter. Peter's Peter. Peter's Peter. Peter's Peter. Dun, dun, one, dun, dun, dun. two, three. Shanghai, Shanghai Nunes. <laughs> close. Very close. I used to play the- uh, on piano you can fly from peter pan there was four songs i knew on piano to impress girls in the lunchroom at lake forest park elementary Farrelly's, you can fly you can fly you can fly hot cross buns and the jurassic park opening theme hot credits. cross buns and pressed girls <laughs> uh, you be a, we grew I'll up be in you. different parts of the country I, i'll be you you be a girl great at first you're not impressed by me until great. you find my talent what am i shania twain please Hi, Stephanie. I'm Adam. You know me from recess. Oh, hey, Adam. Yeah, was that you that didn't get picked in kickball? Well, Fatty. Um, okay. I'm kind of more of a sensitive soul. Yeah, I know, Scar from The Lion King. Or no, that was Poor Unfortunate Soul. Is that a recorder? Or are you just happy to see me? Oh, it's a recorder. This is the most incredible version of Hot Cross Buns I've ever seen. Wow, that's what it was like, huh? To a T. <laughs> um, I did think those songs would make girls. Uh, wait. Are we on? I know. I did think it would uh, get them fired up. Can I hear yourself? Yeah. 
Why do people only do that if they're checking it? People only do it when things aren't working. I like to preemptively go like this. How much time do we have left? <laughs> Great. Um, 30? 40. I just turned 40. You're what, oh, 37? Uh, may I say your birthday? I think I know your birthday. Yeah. June 16th? Wow. Can I say yours? Can I guess the year? 1982? Your birthday? Oh. 61682. It's on my driver's license, which is expired. Wow. <coughs> That's right. Are you okay? No. Why? I turned 40, and I got a case of the coughs. I now have to pay attention to the, do you need this? Do you need that? Creams? Right. What's your biggest fear about getting older? It'd be funny if behind me, all these stream of consciousness questions were actually planned out and we're on number 18. I'm fine with it going like this. I love you for being here. I know you had a lot to do and you said, let's just get back to this before I get back on another tangent. Mm. You said you had a lot going on. You always... Not that I had a lot going on, that, that I wanted nothing to be going on. And I appreciate you stepping up. I said, I need you. You said, if you need me, I'll show up. Can I also tell you? And I want to tell you. We we do that for each other, and I love that. Thank you. Yeah, and I agree. And I want to also uh, tell you how what my intention was when the text, and I wonder how you received it. I wanted to make sure I worded it in a way that didn't make it sound like, "Hey, man, if you need me, I'll do it." No, nope. but no, 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 I didn't get it like that. I wanted to be direct yeah. and say, "Here's where I'm feeling," but Nailed also it. I know what it's like to need a guest. It's not that big of a deal. I'm there if you need me. I was basically just saying, if you were like Rick, it doesn't matter. We could do it later. But if you needed it, later like, would have been a while it. just because of what's coming up. And so it was it was now or never. And I'm happy to be here. I love you. It's just sometimes, uh, you know, setting boundaries and uh, 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 I'm a big person with boundaries. And you got to look out for yourself. Yeah. And you got to know when too much is too much. And I feel like if you hadn't, if you, if it was, you wouldn't have even said, if you need me, I'll be there. That, te that told me that like. If what was? If, if you truly were like, I can't make it work. I got too much going on. I got this. I got that. An hour an for a, 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 to not be able to make an hour for a friend if they need you it could happen. This but, is a great quote. But oh, to, to, well, truly, like if 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 you can't make time for your friend for one hour, then he ain't showing up to your funeral. Well, you know, I mean, you, it's not like I have this busy day and I can't because I've had these things I can't move around. It's just that I really don't want to do anything. Right. But also, coming here and being with you doesn't feel like doing anything. No. In fact, I don't even, I, th I feel like we haven't feel people anything. could agree. <laughs> <laughs> there is a, we all good? Still Great. Still going. Great. These cameras work. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Lumix, by the way, the GH5. Shout out to Lumix. Shout out to my boy Nova for hooking me up with this pink Mariners hat. Don't you normally, after you shout somebody out by just who has one name afterwards, you have to yell their name like a chant? Like, Nova! His name's Michael Terranova, but we call him Nova. Okay. Here's a great piece of info if you want to know who Nova is real quick. First time I did mushrooms was 2003, sophomore year of college at University of Southern California. And we go out we're to 21. the- Yep, we go out to the Will Rogers State Park and we wander through this forest to a jungle where we're like, this is where we're setting up shop. I start talking to a daddy long legs. I got Dave Matthews before these crowded streets playing. I was going through a breakup with my girlfriend at the time. I saw everything clearly. I can see clearly now. I started playing in my head while I was listening to Dave Matthews. Daddy long legs is like, you're going to be just fine. Are you, like, are you talking about like a, a tall father or are you talking about the spider? No. Really don't know. Oh, the daddy, daddy long legs. Yeah. The What's up, daddy long That's a really cool nickname for like a tall dad. It is. What's up, jo daddy long legs? George Marison probably got that from his buddies, from his kids' buddies. Kids Buddies was a reality show. He tried to pitch. Mushrooms. Yeah. So Nova at one point starts just like stomping. The robot. Stomping oh. in a creek. And we were about 15 minutes into the trip. 45 minutes into the trip. How long? And uh, about an hour. And we were- Adam? An hour five. <laughs> okay. And we were, <laughs> we were all tripping balls and nobody, everyone was off doing their own thing. We hadn't connected yet. And people were telling me that I'd done it before. They're like, everyone kind of meanders off to their own quadrant of the of the jungle, and then we'll come together at some point. Nova starts making a, a ruckus and making a lot of noise, stomping in the creek. We all go over and we're like, Nova, what the fuck are you doing? And he goes, I got to soak up as much creek as possible. You never know when it's going to be creek season again. We all start crying, laughing at the same time. And it, we all brought us together and... and uh, Max is a good bonding and Nova moment. Nova died, right? There, no, no. I just was there looking for that. You had a while ago? <laughs> yeah. 
19 no, years ago? That's yeah. that, that very, very clean hat is 19 years old. Do you think it's possible to OD on pot? Have you ever been so high that you're like, this is it? Uh, well, I did once get so high to where I was asking people if I need to go to the hospital. I remember I called my brother and he talked me down. Uh, it was, it was uh, 2008. Oh. And uh, it was the first time I had a pot brownie that somebody made. Yeah. You didn't know how much was in it. Nobody did. I, yeah, I guess I do. It was probably three pounds of pot. I had this weird, somebody gave me this bag of pot that was like old, so they didn't want it. It was a bag of pot. You know, it's like, I really can't tell you the weight, but I mean. Well, you're not five, supposed to tell a pot's weight. Right. Let's just say it was. Uh, um, what in some laughter for the pot weight joke. Yeah, yeah. But I will tell you the weight because this was a long time ago. It's probably you. like five, six ounces of, of weed. That's like, too much pot. It's a lot. But they weren't sure if it was potent or not. And who knows how potent it was or not, but five, six ounces. And they just made it oh, down and they, no. and they put it in. And, and I also was the only time, first time I had an edible. And, you know, a lot of people tell that story of like, it, they didn't <laughs> feel it, so they ate more. That's exactly what happened? Yeah. And then I'm just in bed and I was just like, so scared. But, you know, fuck, man. But you're here to tell about it. Do you and your brother still talk? Yeah. Rick? Yeah. No. My brother wasn't there. <clears throat> I called him. It was it was at home. It was, oh. I, was at, I was at a place in, in Van Nuys. Who gave you the brownie? I had some friends over. I don't even remember who they were. Oh. People I met doing background work. Fuck. So not really friends. Uh, Acquaintances. No, they were probably, yeah, they were probably my friends of the New time. New connections. Yeah. Like we had probably gone out with each other, you know, five or six times. And they came over and somebody knew how to condense weed down into an oil, you know, like you you fry it up or whatever first before you add it to the, the, the mixture. I think there is a connection between the people that contribute to your most fucked up times with pot and if you still have a relationship with them. Interesting. I, I think that my relationship with them would probably be exactly the same if I never ate that brownie. Mm. Did you do background work ever? A lot. You did? I just Yeah, I tell you, I met him doing background work. Yeah, but how much did you do? Uh, a lot. Actually, I was with my cousin yesterday who was, who was talking to me about when he saw me in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I did that a few times. Nice. And he, he remembers he saw that when he was a kid, but he never watched the show. And now he watches the show and he's like, it's so cool you were in Always Sunny. <laughs> did you use that as a credit when you went up at the haha? Mm -mm. Did people tell you you should? Yes. <clears throat> I remember the first time I did background work was for a movie with um, Matthew Broderick and Brittany Snow called... Mm -hmm. And it was a gambling movie. Broderick had a gambling problem. His daughter was like a little crazy. They were trying to figure things out. Father, daughter. Shot at the Hollywood Park Casino. My buddy was the first AD. Got me my SAG vouchers. I think that's where I did Angels and Demons with John DeWalt. It was at the parking lot of that. Amazing. That was where they built the Vatican. But go ahead. So. Thank you. It was hilarious, sad, and inspiring in the same weekend. Mm. Because pumped that I'm getting my vouchers pumped to work oh you got sag vouchers yeah That's, how many did you get three because you did one each day and you did it three days yeah do people understand that to get into the screen actors guild at least at least when we were younger and wanted to get into the screen actors guild it's really tough because you gotta to, book a job to get a job with sag you have to be sag yeah um so how do you get sag the only way you like do, do you want this uh coffee well you better have a mouth and the guy's like i get what you're saying but yeah but how would you get a mouth <laughs> Third base. Third voucher. We'll be right back. Wow, those are really <clears throat> dependable products. <clears throat> Ooh. You that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh so you you there's the, the the main way you would get it is somebody wants you for the job so much that they don't care and they give you what's called a Taff Hartley. Do you remember this? Yes. So like we'll pay to let him into SAG. We got the goods. Taff we Hartley, got the meats. Taff Hartley sounds like the guy the guy who we went to school with Taff Hartley, actually. He wrote that line, we got the meats for uh -huh. Uh -huh. And then he goes, let me do the voice, too. They go, we got Michael Clark Duncan. A lot of people don't realize that Michael Clark Duncan not only created Dunkin' Donuts, but was the, the cousin of the Arby's guy who, you know what Arby's, where he gets his name? No. For RB, roast beef. What? Yeah. Shut up. I was going to say RB right back. Those are some great products. <laughs> Use one of those, too. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. Wow, that makes me want to do it. Do a backflip. Their... <laughs> that was one of your best so far today. Um, wait, so 
you get three vow if you get a Taft Hartley, continue. Yeah, so so when you're doing background work, um, if you're featured in a way or if the AD wants to sleep with you, they will give you what a listen. Here's a voucher. We need because each uh, productions, proper unit productions, need to have a certain percentage or a minimum amount of their background people have to be SAG. Yeah. So if there's a hundred background actors, I'm making this number up, but at least ten of them have to be SAG. So or because uh, there's SAG background and there's non-union background. Yes. And SAG background not only gets paid back then it was one sixty one twenty four for eight. Yeah. One sixty four for eight for eight hours. No, it was one twenty eight for eight. I think in sixty four dollars for eight hours. It's over a hundred bucks. And also you got to have the background. Uh, there's the non-union craft services, which was just like a couple of chips. But then there was the SAG craft services that had the beef jerky and the little jugs of orange Sliders, juice. orange juice. Yeah. Uh, um, cheese and crackers. I want to also go back to, if you remember, and I don't later on, uh, an experience I had with the SAG crafty. However, um, so if they only had eight union people, they have two vouchers to give. We need for union requirements to get two more people who are technically union. So the voucher makes you union for a day. Yeah. You get three of those, you get to join SAG. And I did. Big deal when you're a background actor. Fuck yeah. Big deal. Huge deal. Yo, I got a voucher. You got a voucher? Wait a minute. Who gave it to you? How'd you get a voucher? How'd you know? Dude, I, I don't want to say. No, 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 no but no, it's okay. You can tell me. You can tell me. You can I have one. I got one from, from Bones oh, cool, a few cool, years ago. How cool. many vouchers do you have now? Uh, I, I'm still trying to get my second one. Fucking very cool. Wow. So you get to, Wow. So I just saw a breakdown for this uh, really cool CSI show coming out. You probably get to go out for that then. Background people know so much about the industry. They should all be agents. They read all of the every things. Every breakdown for every race, size, shape, and creed of person. They also know all the rules. Like technically, we're you know, 20 minutes late, so we get a meal bump. Or if there's that, smoke on set, you want to stand near it because then you get a smoke bump. It's an extra $50. That's the part that I miss about that world. Is the And also the stories you can't beat. Please tell me you had worked because they're, it's it's some of these people it's their career worked yeah but none of them some of them maybe have had interactions but the ones that I heard that were like the goats of the background world in that weekend there was one guy God I wish I knew his name R I P but he uh, he's probably still alive but he he definitely he sat in the corner and when I walked in my first day had like eight background extras like facing him and he was telling a story and right right away and he had probably like, brought his own chair right you know the, the yeah of course the have their own foldy he's chair. like you gotta ask him but they'll let you do it and then he like he, and everyone was like where'd you get that <clears> juice <throat> box he was like sad crafty wait a minute you're in the union i got my vouchers 25 years ago well so i, I love it i love it i love it you do, you, do you ever get to be a stand-in <laughs> Been there, done that. You no, know, stand-ins get paid. I think it was like two twenty-five. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Plus, overtime is was big. Like when you were yeah. a union or and you're doing a show uh, that's sixteen hours, you get overtime. I think uh, after eight, ten, and twelve, it's like one and a half, and then it's double. Uh, I mean, you could walk away with like five, six hundred bucks a day. It's like it's a legit job. And also, I remember I really liked it because like I worked on Angels and Demons, Always Sunny, a lot of other things. But like you get to watch, I remember watching Ron Howard direct Tom Hanks. Wow. And also you get really comfortable. It's not necessarily a school per se, but if you're standing around or watching, you're seeing big, big productions be made. And I do remember feeling uncomfortable at first and then very familiar. I don't know how much that translates into being a, an actor on a show. But, time. but when I show up for the first time on something like I remember the first jobs I was doing, I started. I got to do uh, commercials. The first, I think, <clears throat> job I did was a KFC commercial. Yeah. And though it was my first time on set as an actor. You were comfy. For years I've been doing it. It just felt very comfortable. And I do think it's a cool, it's like the open mic of acting. Great way to put it. And that's what people who are listening, who are young, aspiring thespians or anyone who wants to be in this business, there is a value, A, in doing uh, the, um, the, the the ins and outs and 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 grinding in ways that you think, in the moment, you're like, where's the payoff? Yeah. But hey, man, being on set, yeah, for sure you were way more comfy on that KFC set uh, and probably did an even better job because you got to watch Ron Howard direct. <laughs> I don't know if that in particular, but yeah, like, <laughs> well, like yeah. I, I knew what was going on. I wasn't curious about slates and everything. I also met one of my best friends, John DeWalt, doing background on Angels and Demons. That's where we met. And like you, cooler, you the meet, homies you meet. You meet people that are, you know, and like in any profession, some wackos. Yeah. And then some people that are just really passionate. That's where I decided I wanted to start taking proper improv classes was from meeting these people and learning the difference between Groundlings and UCB. Yeah. And you meet people that you make sketches with and you do stuff with and you could find a little community of people that 
want to do the same thing while getting paid a little bit and possibly even getting a voucher. Go on. Tell me about your vouchers. Well, so got him, got into SAG, and then got according to Jim four years later, and I went, That was your big break. Here we go. I remember when I met you, that was your credit when people would bring you up. It was always according to Jim. Well, A, because it was the season premiere. I remember I got a note from my agent. She goes, they bumped it up to the season premiere. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I go, call Spielberg and tell him. <clears throat> Actually, my mom did say, my mom would say to me all the time, because my voice note <clears throat> for the longest time, my voice note for the longest time was, I'd go, hey, this is uh, J.C. Shazes. Thanks, for Adam can't get to the phone right now, but leave him a message and he'll call you back. And my mom would go, no, first of all, who is that? And second of all, what if Spielberg calls and goes, who's this jokester? And he's not going to want to book you for the movie. I go, Mom, Spielberg's not calling. He's definitely not calling my cell. How do you spell Chazez? C-H-A-S-E-Z. Oof. Can you use it? Can sentence. you use it in a sentence? Uh, J.C. Chazez came to the party unexpected without a plus one. It's Wait, J.C. Space. C-H-A-S. E-Z. E-Z. Chazez. Chazez or Chazez? Like, oh no, I'm saying like it's like... I think it's Chazez or Chazé. It's Chazé. Or Chade. Fuck, I don't know how to find Laurel it. Laurel or Yanni? J.C. Scott. That's his real name? J-C-S-H-A. Yeah, J.C. Chazez is a cooler name than Joshua Scott. Joshua Scott sounds like the guy that tried to beat up J.C. Chazez in school. And, jo and Joshua Scott was like, someday you'll be in a boy band and I'll buy tickets. Psych. I can do bits all day. <clears throat> no. No, I'm looking for an email my Monkey uncle pop. sent me years ago with the subject J.C. Chazet, Chazet or whatever, and I wanted to read it to you. I'm still listening. Keep, keep going. I'm sorry to interrupt. <clears throat> um, yeah, so I guess... When my dad left, he said, good luck, good night, and good luck. And I was like, is that from a movie? He goes, not yet. You're too young to get the reference, but David Strathairn is an underrated film actor. I said, well, I've seen A River Wild, so I don't think he was that underrated. He was underwater when he fell off the raft, and Kevin Bacon was like, eat my ass. He said that? I don't know. Dude, I didn't see the movie. <laughs> Fuck, where is it? What are you looking for? No one in the history of podcasts has spent this much time looking up a J.C. Chazez. My uncle, uh, years ago- We get it, has a family. When I was uh, doing uh, my that show on Dateable, the Backstreet Boys performed on there. Yeah, and J.C.'s not a part of them. No, I know, but yeah. my uncle, the subject was J.C. Chazez. 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 Your uncle sent this to you? Yeah, it was J.C. Chazez, and the body was, are you guys friends? I don't know what the context of it was. Awesome. He just wanted to know because he thought, oh, he's- Backstreet Boys in yeah. sync. Do you think that pisses them off? Do you think there was times where JC was at the mall and somebody goes, I want it that way. And I'll he tell goes, you, not me. They had the same manager. They toured around the same time. <laughs> they were part of the same- uh, Disney pop group. Part of the same zeitgeist. Yeah. And- uh, I think it would be like when people say that I'm Ari Shafir or they say that you're uh, Bill Bellamy. It's like, I get it. But let's find, we could find out. Let's get one of the Backstreet Boys on the phone now. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in below-the-waist grooming for dudes. 
Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. And today we have an exclusive offer for my ALN listeners. 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code ABOUT20 at manscaped.com. So look, if you're a dude and you got balls, you're probably not taking care of them like you should be. Because most dudes don't. I know I haven't for a while. And then Manscaped hooked me up with a bunch of tools from their Perfect Package 3.0 kit. My balls honestly have never felt better. It's tough to not just touch them during the day. They gave me the lawnmower trimmer that features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents because we've all had them. Had one in the 8th grade and 2 hours ago. Psych, I don't anymore because I got the lawnmower trimmer from Manscaped. They also gave me these insane products like, oh, I don't know, the Crop Preserver, which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Look, you put deodorant on your pits, why shouldn't you put it on your balls, which smell worse than your pits? One of my favorite items is the Crop Reviver. Thank God for this thing. It keeps your balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking. Balls always stick together. Dudes, you know it forever. They're spooning night and day, and it sucks. The razor has an LED light on it for a more precise shave, and it's waterproof, so you can do it in the shower. The Perfect Package 3.0 kit also comes with a pair of high-performance boxer briefs that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day long and a travel shed bag to store all your grooming goodies. So go to manscaped.com right now and enter the promo code ABOUT20 to get 20% off and free shipping. Your balls will thank you. I'll thank you. Your girlfriend, wife, partner, dude, dog, brother will thank you. Better balls means a better man. And now back to the episode. Are you fucking for real? (laughs) Dude, which one are you calling? AJ. Oh, my God. Pick up, dude. I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Oh, he texted. He texted? What did he say? Why? I'm so- Yes, comma, I'm doing a podcast and organically the conversation <clears throat> came up with whether or not you guys and slash or in sync. sync got offended when people thought... Vice versa. You were them, they were the... Thought your song was theirs or vice. How do you spell vice? V-I-C-E. V-I-C-E. V-E-R-S-A. Versa is so much easier than vice, which I think it should be versa. I think you should start with the easier thing. Versa vice? No, I'm just saying the spelling wise. That sounds like uh, that sounds like what Ursula's name in Little Mermaid was going to be. And then at the last minute they go, just call her Ursula. Somebody goes, versa vice is pretty good. And then somebody in the back goes, I dated a stripper once named Versa, and then they go, you can leave, Brian. Uh, Rick, AJ, and you can tell him this, was my favorite Backstreet Boy. Kevin was too old. Uh, Brian didn't vibe with. Nick Carter was cool, but I felt like he would be that guy that was like, you know, smell my fingers. Mike Tyson. And so, uh, and uh, AJ was cool. Also probably because I had a goatee for a little bit. You see that picture I posted today? Huh? Great jawline. Posted, thank you. Yeah, it was background work on Drew Carey show. Not even background work. Paid audience, that's background. So go to my Instagram right now, Adam Ray Comedy, and I posted a picture that somebody took because apparently all of whose lines in anyway, the Drew Carey hosted show with Wayne Brady, Ryan Stiles, Colin Mockery, and a uh, rotation of other hilarious peeps, was a hit show on ABC that's now all now on HBO Max, and somebody sent me a screenshot. Are they are they sponsoring the show? <laughs> you said all their names. Hit show now exclusively on Night. HBO Max. Leave it to Beaver sponsoring the show. No, but so somebody sent me a screenshot, and my first week in LA, no joke, moved here. I believe you. My girlfriend at the time in high school went to UC Santa Barbara. Ooh, she came nice. down to help move me in, and we went to a taping of Whose Lines It Anyway, and they put us right behind Drew Carey, and that episode plays, and people send me pictures Every other time, God bless you. Speaking of girlfriends. Oh, awkward. Talking about my high school girlfriend, Rick just gave me my fiance's ID. Yeah, she left it in my car. This is how the Sorry. rom-com starts. Where'd you get this? She wait, wait, cheated wait, 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 on wait, wait. you. Oh, okay. I understand. Can you give it back? Give your face down. Well, don't play it yet. Wait until I wait until I hand it to you. Oh, um, I yeah, found- Yeah, so anyway, I'm fired up for the game. <laughs> hey, could you uh, give this back to um, your fiance? I fucked your fiance. <laughs> also, make sure it's not on the camera. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll have to out. blur that. Blur it out. Blur it out. You could see it. I was looking at it. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Why were you looking at it? Because I was trying to see you. Get the fuck off me. By the way, this song has ended up being great. Great. 
for the, the Madcast forever. That was that the was first time, time I saw Wendy Peppercorn's tits. Sandlot. <laughs> Favorite Sandlot line. Go. I'll go. You play ball like a girl and you like it. No, wait. That's, <laughs> no, that's not, wait, it sounds like that's right and you no, like it. No, no. It's, it's, you eat your mother's toe jam. Right. And, and you, you like, like it. it. The way that kid delivers that. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he had some yeah. weird eye thing going uh-huh. on. Well, he was always fixing his glasses. Yeah. People don't know He didn't this. wear glasses. Not that kid. Squints didn't. The, the the bad kid, the bully kid that had a nice bike, he's the one that was like, you eat your mother's toe jam for breakfast, and you like it. But he was so <laughs> nervous. You could tell even that kid was like, I'm not comfortable insulting. Sandlot kids were like, dude, all we do is roast each other. Squints was like, dude, say anything about my family. Sticks and stones may break my bones. But and I would hate a- if that happened. <laughs> my mom used to say that to me. Sticks and stones may break your bones and say, but words will never hurt me. I go, mom, I don't know if you've been to a playground in the last 48 hours. There's a lot of offensive shit being thrown right. around. I'd rather sticks and stones be breaking my bones, honestly, than being called fucking penis and tits kid. That sucks, You man. were saying? I was bullied only... Um, were you really? I was bullied two summers at, uh, at my uh, Jewish sleepaway camp. It was the only time I was ever bullied. Now, when I say bullied, I mean classic bullied, not not being included or go away. I mean like actually oh. harassing, coming up to me, like dunking me underwater. Jesus Christ! I remember his name too. I remember. I know thirty names. I know this kid's name that dunked your head underwater. Of course, you'll never held forget. me under, and like I was scared, and he was mean, and and he would wake me up in Did my in my cabin and punch me. Murder? And stuff? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Let's find out. I don't know. That's that. I hate that. I hate the go away. Uh, that man. I saw that happen to uh, my nephew uh, at a playground once, and it. I. It was the closest I've come to, to uh, kicking a kid. You gonna kick the kid? Not in the video game. Oh, what about in the biblical sense? This kid was such a dick. How old? Nine. Right. My nephew's six. Comes over to play. I'll he just you, goes, go away. You can't play with us. The difference between oh. six and nine is almost the difference between nine and forty. Exponentially, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This kid was just a little more savvy around the playground, right. and my but nephew, go away from me is mean. It's not harassment. It's it, also like I get that you had your group, but it's like, I don't know. I know. It's also so tough to look at this nine-year-old and be like, bro. I, I don't know. It's to even have the sense of. This is we have a group get away and like inclusion and like and and stiff arming people and trying to like like even just to to know to how to do that at that age is actually disheartening. Hey, well, you know what? There's a, there's a movement for that for all these things, and it happens when we're adults, and it's even harder. The you know trans kids, yeah, uh, Jewish kids. Those are the big two. Did you get called any weird names at Jewish camp by other Jews? Uh, yeah, was it, not, just not, all... it wasn't religious. I was joking about the Jewish. I mean, Jewish was people, it like obviously Rick the Dick mal- uh, hurt, but. Uh, I don't remember. It wasn't like, it wasn't as, as simple as that. It was like, I was saying like waking me up in the dorm, like kind of like hitting me in the stomach and like pushing me around, uh, like pushing me. And then like him with his group of friends, like, just like, I don't even remember what they said. I just remember like yelling stuff at me and I wasn't really like part of anything there. And, and this, this was at a time when I wasn't really having, didn't have very many friends like in my real life. And then you go to camp, which is like pretend you know you could be anything at camp you could be the cool guy at camp and not there in the camp and i remember even feeling like because i went to started going to camp in i think sixth or seventh grade and all those kids had been going since like third grade so they were all every summer they knew each other Mm, most of those people were nice to me yeah but this one kid for two of my four years was so mean he was so mean crazy do you even keep tabs on him now no, no I, I I mean it wasn't even in my head until when you were talking about the bullying I was trying to like like understand what that's like and I was able to recall I remember that feeling of being bullied where it's like when you're not included with groups and you want to be it's sad because you want to be included and you want to feel you know some sense of self-worth before you've necessarily learned how to be, internalize it but when you're being bullied like that where you just actually quite the opposite you want to be left alone i'd rather not like they're coming to you and like this lack of control that you have like and this kind of desire to like be able to defend yourself and kind of 
correct that and you want to get stronger or cooler. I remember I used to, I, I wanted, I, I wanted to take, uh, I took Taekwondo for a little bit. Nice. Me too. White belt. Nice. How'd you get that? <laughs> they give it to you when I you, know, start, when you sign up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, man. But then what, then you think that was just two summers of people who are just constantly bullied, especially for something that like, to me, I didn't think it was anything that like, I didn't feel it was because of the way I looked or anything. They were just mean, but then about people when it's like, because you look a certain way and then you start to feel shame for where you come from and you start to get embarrassed about like, and you get resentful of your, of your parents, of your parents because they brought you into this situation and then you're, and how much it must break. And how much, how much. And how much it must break your parents' heart to feel this way when you're unearthed and unmanaged in the real way. Now, whether you black, white, straight, or gay, or if another color, too, also. That was the summer, the summer of loving. The time when everybody gets a sleeping bag coming from their mom, from their dad, from their stepdad's friend. There's a guy in the bunk that shouldn't be here. We're shooting bow and arrows. We're playing in the sea. There's a sea at this camp. Do you see me? I want to be included. Don't tell me I can't. I'm just a kid with dreams. Can you pick up my tab at the cafeteria? <laughs> okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Where's me to, to you know, also, I was, I was in the zone of about to start crying. Can you pick up my tab at camp? My mom, my mom sells perfume or used to. I know. And uh, she would get these testers, which are stuff you can't sell, but it's what you're supposed to like when you're spritzing to have them try. And you're not supposed to do this. So this isn't true. Hypothetically, if this happened, <laughs> my mom would send me a whole bunch of testers. My mom, maybe she could have sent me At a whole bunch camp? of testers to camp. I would get these packages to sell and I would sell them for 10 bucks a pop. They were 60 bucks a pop and I would make good money. So kids had cash at camp. Dude, it's camp. It ain't not camp. We'll be right back. Those are some awesome products. Well, they got to be. They're products. <laughs> um, yeah, and, I, and the counts, counselors too. I remember I gave one to a counselor. Instead of giving me 10 bucks, I asked him to go get me some stuff. Like you would leave the camp to go get like chips or yeah. whatever. There's like cigarettes in prison. Yeah. <laughs> Cologne at, at Jewish camp. That's so funny. That's a funny... You, you would have been perfect in Wet Hot American Summer. Have you been told that before? Um, you, you, and I know you got to be directed by David Wayne. Yeah. So that I would have loved to. It's very inspired by a similar Jewish camp, sleepaway camp thing. I think not a remake of that movie, but you and I as I camp love counselors to do a Jewish in camp a. Thing. Well, I actually had this idea where I wanted to. Yeah, it was mine. Go ahead. I had this idea. This was before Pen 13 came out where I wanted to go do Jewish. I wanted to do it and I wanted to play a camper. At my age, as if I was 12, 13. But then Pen 13, brilliant show. You know, it's this very is that similar what it's device. About? Pen 13 are these two girls, I'm forgetting their name, and they're brilliant. It's not camp, is it? Uh, no, they're, they're in uh, uh, seventh grade, eighth grade. They're 13 years old, but they are, you know, in their mid to late 20s. And, but they play the kids opposite all the other kids. Oh, that's awesome. It's also, there's a, legitimately a lot of heart in it. It's like a, you cry watching some of the show. It's, can we find out who those girls are? Maya Erskine and Hannah Conkle. Anna Conkle. And Maya Kirsten. They are so, the show is I've heard so fantastic. So brilliant. Because yeah, it's so broad and big and, you know, it's Lonely Island and it's like, it's silly and it's these adults playing kids, but also you care for these kids and the, and the relationship they have with their parents and their parents' divorce and one of them being an immigrant and, and the inclusion and just how it feels to feel different and like real drama. Yeah. But it's it's hysterical, hysterical. Who would you play in the summer camp? Movie? I just wanted to be. I wanted to. Um, I wanted to do a similar device where I, you know, this adult was playing and not acknowledging the fact I'm playing a 13 year old amongst other 13 year olds. Wow. When that came out, I was like, ah. But also, I'm, I wasn't probably going to make it. That's fine. You that show is what it is. I think a wet hot American summer, but Jewish camp. That's a great way. Wet to hot American it. summer is a Jewish camp. It is? They don't blatantly make it Jewish, but yes, they're Jewish. Then we do a true Just, Jewish a, camp a version Jew, of a, it. Well, a Jewish summer camp project. Camp Shabbat Shalom. <laughs> let's go. Let's cast the counselors. Ready? You, me, Brent. 
They got to be Jewish. They got, we, I'm sorry. Okay. They have to be Jewish or have a Jewish thing to them. Me, Brent. Jeff Goldblum would be the, the, uh, the, the, you know, the head master. Oh, my God. Um, Wait. Go, so Goldblum, Glassman, Ray. What about <clears> this <throat> premise? What about we worked. Fortune Feimster. We worked at a Jewish summer camp, a very Jewish summer camp. In fact, even in the, in, you know, the, 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 the open of it would be us at this Jewish summer camp. And we could even show, uh, you know, 2005, 2007, 2008. Like, we've been doing it for years and we get to costume it up a little bit. And then it gets to the point where the Jewish summer camp, summer camp uh, shuts down. So we end up either starting our own summer camp or joining something. But basically, we do one, but all of our experience is Jewish summer camp. And did you go to a Jewish sleepaway camp? No. It's a very one and two. It's a very specific tone that no matter what Jewish summer camp you went to, you get it, right? So I think there's something funny about us, our characters, being these counselors who who the world of sleepaway camp is this Jewish sleep and we do one but it's not a Jewish sleepaway camp oh but we only know Jewish sleepaway camp stuff so we have all different types of campers but we're still doing the Shabbat dinners we're still doing okay. tutelage for people getting their bar mitzvahs so do you need so are some of the campers then like fighting back and being like I'm not gonna get circumcised here well they would have been circumcised already so Bad that's example. not a good example so would they say like I'm not Jewish. I don't want to do read from the Torah. Yeah, but we in our head, it's not about religion. It's just about like when you're in school, you have to take social studies. Right. Like this is just what it is. Cool. And um, and then we could get some good stuff in there where people are very anti-Semitic, and then we could all learn a lesson. Wow. That's one take. Fuck you, counselor Jew cuck. <laughs> yeah. Cut. I think we got it. Uh, Rick, we're gonna do one more, but just say the line. Um. Happy Pesach and action. Happy Pesach, you Jew cuck. We got it. Um, camp Shabbat Shalom. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great time. Now, does that have anything to do? Is Camp Nowhere going to be too similar? No. Christopher Lloyd. Oh, there's too many camp counselors. There's too many campers. Yeah, and we have to pretend that the, we're parents. The parents. Was that the premise? Uh, the premise was that uh, they they had to go to fat camp. No. And, yes. In Camp Nowhere, all these kids had to go to fat camp. Or no, excuse me. All these kids had to go to it was heavyweights. All these kids had to go to whatever kind of camp. One of them was a fat camp. One of them was a science camp. Oh, one of them okay. was a a, a, a a drama camp. Right. And they got all these kids together, and they're like, "We don't want to have to go to these things. What if we started our own camp?" And then what happened? I remember that in the trailer. And then what Walt happened? Walt Disney was, Pictures presents. <laughs> it was right after that. Then uh, and they got uh, Christopher Nolan. What's his name? Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd. Yeah, but Christopher Nolan directed. And they got Christopher Lloyd to come in and play the head. You know, he was this guy that was, he basically played the head of all these camps where he had his, you know, his thespian character and his, 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 uh, his uh, science character. Yeah. But then, fuck, a big obstacle comes in. All these parents, they want to come visit and they can't come at different times. They can't come because blah, 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 blah. But then ultimately they had to let it happen. So they created a parents day from, and from like eight to nine was fat camp from nine to 10 was science camp or whatever. So they had to like get shuttle together. in and shuttle yeah, out and, different... they had, and, and everyone had to pretend like the, the, the science camp, they're all wearing, the parents are walking through the, the thing and they're all with beakers. And then once they leave, they have to take off their clothes and go do exercises. And then they ended up getting caught. And ultimately how proud they were of their kid, because you know, it's, he shouldn't have done this, but look at what you did. Like, look, you legitimately- Disney was big on that. Of parents going, I can't believe you did that. And I can't believe you did that. Disney. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, sorry. You're, Walt no, Disney. Disney. Yeah. You're better at that. <laughs> no, what were you going to do? Oh, that. But, yeah. You know, you... That is, yeah, that whole parent, like, the just dumbfounded, like, you shouldn't, but you did. Also, the parents are always learning a lesson, too. You know, parents need to learn lessons in Disney movies. If parents they, need to learn lessons. Period. And comma. So semicolon. What? So semicolon. <laughs> no. Okay. Period. Comma. And, but, <laughs> in in the Little Giants, um, Ed O'Neill was the brother of he Rick, won an Oscar Rick Moranis. Have you watched it anytime recently? I saw it a few years ago. It holds up big. Does it really? Big. Also, the way he chews gum is the most confident. It's almost like Rick Moranis, he saw Rick Moranis chew gum and goes, I'm going to do it bigger and better because I'm the bigger brother. Like sure. Rick Moranis was probably like, honey, I shrunk the kids. And then Ed O'Neill was like, Marty. I don't know. What does he say in the movie again? Marty. And uh, Simply though, he's incredible. Who? Christopher Ed O'Neill. Oh, so is Christopher Nolan. Have you seen the Batmans? 
Do you think for Stellar? Do you think for Camp Nowhere when they got Nolan and Lloyd, they were like, we got the Chris's, and somebody goes, Robin and Walken? Nolan and Lloyd. Yeah. Oh, you're saying the, the director Chris's, and the actor. Yeah. You said Christopher Nolan directed Camp Nowhere. Christopher Lloyd starred in it. I would love to go to Fat Camp, but I can't get them out of there. <laughs> I can't do impressions. <laughs> Is there a voice you think you can do? If I could do an Irish pretty well. Ooh. I've always been able to do a little bit of an Irish. Say this for me. You'll never get me Lucky Charms. Oh, you'll never get me Lucky Charms. Charms. Damn it, you got them. Oh, damn it, you got them. Uh, I, could also, I could also do a good Scottish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Sean Connery, pretty much. Oh, Sean Connery. Have you seen that clip of Sean Connery with Barbara, Barbara Walters? When she's like, no, you said something recently. Who is that? I'm Barbara Walters. I'm Barbara Walters. Oh, I'm Barbara Walters. There it is. I'm Barbara Walters. She goes, you said something recently in the news where... Well, you said about... And he goes, yes, I think that it's perfectly fine to smack a woman if she deserves it. I have seen that. What the fuck? What a different time. Was it? Yeah. That you could say it or that you could do it because men are still abusing women. Yes, and that is, I mean, crazy. I hate when... It's... I hate when men hit women. I hate it. But you know what I hate more than that? What? The fact that we don't believe them. And that's why I'm here to say Amber Heard didn't poop on Sean Connery's bed. She pooped on the other guy's bed. Get, get something a little, like, crisper, you know? Not something that sounds like you made it. These are like Fruity Loops beats that I made in college. I want to have like a... I wanna Johnny Depp was not prepped for the poop in the bed that he found underneath his head the pillow was protecting the poop that she put there but when he woke up to take a shower he had poop in his hair so he had to go to the courtroom and drive in his room room car that he took and bought from the store yeah he's got enough money from that bitch ass whore who's trying to take him down aquaman style somebody get aj on the phone Backstreet boys, can you leave me alone? We're at camp. Jew camp. Jew camp. Jew camp. Remember the beat came in. It was good, though. Camp. <clears throat> Rick Glassman, uh, it's been a blast. Thanks for having me. I love you. Flew by. Oh, I didn't tell you my real quick. My, my, uh... Well, good. Uh, the Take Your Shoes Off podcast you can find every Monday. Please tell me. I was doing, uh, I told Lamorne Morris that uh, I used to do background work all the time. I love doing background work. I still like doing background work. Yep. And I asked my friends some of the projects they're doing, I would love to come in and do background. And the last season of New Girl, I told them more, I would love to do background in New Girl. And he set it up, but actually it was a thing where I was playing a waiter where I had a line. Now, I'm not upset about that, you know. But you wanted to be No, background. I just wanted to be in it. I, background is, is funnier for my intentions because I wanted to put together this reel of all my background, but also one line is funny, and also I end up getting paid a little bit of cash. Hell yeah. 95000 I think. No, it's probably like 800 bucks. Yeah. And uh, so I have this line, but so like whatever. So I go on set at 20th to do it, and Lamorne isn't working that day, and uh, I don't know anybody at the time on the cast other than him. And I go in, and I go through hair and makeup, and I'm doing the thing, and it was a long day, and they do a lot of improv and a lot of takes, and they did that all on their coverage. And we take a break, and I go over to craft services, and the guy security stops me because uh, he, he asks for my SAG card. never been asked for a SAG card before. Yeah. Even when I was doing background, I don't remember ever needing a SAG card. Yeah. And I'm trying to get something to eat, and, he, uh, and I'm like, I don't carry my SAG card on me. He's like, you can't be here. And I and I go, I'm I'm working on the show. I just want to get. I was getting a whatever, something to drink or something. And he goes, "This is SAG background only, like, like you know, holding on the rope." Where he thought I was just regular non-union background, not the very important SAG. Gotcha. And he wouldn't let me over. And so I'm like, I'm a you know, not a do you know who I am type of situation, yeah. but I'm working on a network. I'm a lead Hell on a network man. show. Yeah, but you were on Dateable at the time. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I'm I'm okay. I'm. Just, yeah. One of my best friends is the star of the show. I'm sure. doing this for, for. He's trying to do his job. Uh, he was he was rude. Really, he was rude. Mm. Um, I also, by the way, I wasn't like he fuck you. Move underwater. I said I don't have my sack. No, I said I don't have my sack card. I'm, I'm I have lines on the show. Oh yeah, he just didn't believe me. So he just sized you up and go. There's no way you got on this show. I don't know what it was. It was very odd. Yeah. And also, it wasn't like I was walking past him. I was in there. He came in. He goes, no, 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 no. Put that down. Oh, jeez. You're already there. 
So uh, anyway, I'm doing the doing the thing, and and uh, there was something that happened that Zoe said something I don't remember, and I responded to it. Coverage isn't on me, but it made her say something else. So then the director said, "Do that again. Say that we want Zoe to say that." And then, um, uh, fuck, why am I not remember his name? Not Max, not Lamorne, uh, Greenberg. No, not Max. That's oh. Max Greenberg. Uh, Jack J- Johnson. Jake, J- Jake, Jake Johnson, Jake Johnson. Who um, he said to me, non ironically, he goes, "Look at that man. He got another line." And I remember feeling like. That's very cool. I felt he's like, a good guy. He's a good guy, but I also remember feeling like, oh, I'm best friends with your co-star, and I just wasn't allowed to have a drink, and now you're treating me like, ooh, oh, I get another, oh, another line oh, in this little, uh, you know, I guest got, co-star thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which it was totally fine. What I, I, I just did think it was like, you think he was being condescending a little bit? I don't think he was being condescending. Yeah. I just remember being like, I'm not going to say I'm, f- I don't, I wanted to do background. <laughs> I don't need another line. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. But that the way was the he was, but the way he was treating it because it was a really long day and and Mike, I wasn't getting any of the coverage, so he was almost being like, "Hey, man, you, you know, you know, I know this has been a lot, but you get another line." I remember being like, and I just said, "Yeah, thanks, man." <laughs> <But> like <laughs> moments ago, I was almost kicked out of here. <laughs> yeah, I was almost just kicked out of here for uh, having the the important people water. <laughs> also, I remember I was on set and John loves New Girl, so Dewalt came with me, and in my head wrongly at the time in my head i'm like lamorne's on a show i'm on a show we're all equals here you know lamorne is on a hit show for you know and and uh so john came with because who cares but lamorne's not there so there's not that kind of like hey he's with me thing oh no and john came into the makeup trailer with me and nobody's in the makeup trailer and you know sometimes we're a little goofy and we're playing around and whatever i later found out that megan fox it's a two double decker makeup trailer and Ma- megan fox was upstairs getting her makeup done and i guess she complained she's like who was down there and what were they doing blah 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 so like i'm on set now just like the old days where i'm getting kicked out of crafty Oof. we're you know I, they think i'm being too loud Knowing because megan of the guest i brought yeah you know and and uh but Jake, Jake is, Hall is being rude to you. No, but Jake was still like, hey, man, you got another line. So instead of being like, what do you have? I say, what do you have? And mm, that sounds good. <laughs> you know, like, well, this is my, it's basically like saying like, you're going to get a voucher. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think that's really funny. John Loves New Girl sounds like the, the review show uh-huh. that John would host where he just watches episodes and reviews them. Uh-huh. Sounds like a great podcast. They have a new girl podcast. I know with, they just started. Um, and uh, Warren told me before when we were in Austin together when he was getting ready to start that because he's like this Office Ladies podcast. Yeah, is blowing up, and he's like, so I think he has two, right? One was Zoe, one with Jake. No, okay, I think just the one with Zoe and gotcha. um, and they have guests on. No, there's another girl who I don't know. It's a brilliant move. Those, I mean, is, I'm sure it's crushing. Uh, it's doing well. So that's what we need. We need as we see it, as you see it. They've got to be a hit show with multiple seasons. Scrubs is doing one with, uh, you know, Faison and Zach yeah, Braff. Yeah, because they did like 12 seasons. I think they did nine, but they were part of seven. I think I heard Braff got a million an episode the last season. Everyone was getting a million up back then. Wow. I don't know if he was, but I know all the Friends guys were. crazy? Yeah, you know, when I was thinking about how different things were back then to now, where money is worth less than it was back then, and I remember when I found out the last season of Game of Thrones, or the I second last season. you do whatever season, you wanted back then. <laughs> was, uh, what's his name? Um... Uh, you know, uh, who's the first lead of Game of Thrones? The 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 dragon. S- no, the small brother. What's the, his name? The milf. Oh, Finkel Shanks. Oh, Ray Finkel. Ray Finkel? No, it's like- what's his Einhorn. name? Einhorn. <laughs> Are you looking it up? Uh, Einhorn is Finkel. Dinklage is Brad. Peter Dinklage. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Dinklage. Uh, he was getting paid three hundred k and up. I'm like, that show is the biggest show with. Yeah, but, just at Starbucks. I actually rewatched Gosh, the show yeah. and didn't see the Starbucks cup, and I wonder Ooh. if that was a meme that was fake. I also the glasses. Didn't... That shit was real. It was the only episode I saw. By the you way, saw it in the app. Spoiler alert: It was real. Um, do you think it was an accident, or do you think it was product placement? Planned. Right. I can't Starbucks imagine that's an accident. For sure, hit somebody up and was just like, and I don't think it was a. Here's my conspiracy theory. I think somebody got paid. No, I think. Uh, I oh, think, you think it wasn't? Yeah, it was like an I don't think it was like it a producer. It was a cast member, right? That somebody at Starbucks they were like background. Maybe it was a background go, person. They that go, it. they go, two hundred and fifty k to leave a cup. Dinklage gets three hundred k. You match me for the episode. I will get in there. And when they're deciding to say like he should be the king. and then the guy goes, I want my website on the cup, and they go, 
Listen, whatever you want to write on there, just don't make it offensive. But if it is, 50K. <laughs> um, Worse than But anyway, Peter Dinklage got paid less. That's bonkers. Than people 15 years before him. The Chuck E. Cheese band got paid more. Well, 50K is a lot of money. I'm just saying, but the difference between network, and just for those of you who don't understand, the difference between network and not network, yeah. uh, network pays so much money. I think cable- My new show, I'm getting I'm getting 450K an app, by the way, and I don't even mind saying that. I think that's awesome. I'm getting 450K an app for my new show. Shut the fuck up. You're going to buy a house. I already bought it. Where and is I it? I found out that that's not what I'm getting paid, and I'm in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> so if anyone- But then I sold it, and I flipped it for 450K. Well, times have, times have changed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, by the way, that's going to be a great recurring character. Oh, yeah, the Sean Connery times have changed a bit. <laughs> S-E-T-H-C-B. No, but I really appreciate you having me. And Thanks I, for I coming back, Rick. I, was going around and I really just make sure you're you check a my website. Treat, you're a um, you're a force of nature. You're climbing. I'm force of nature. You're a force of nature. The you Take know, Your Shoes Off podcast, podcast is my favorite podcast. Check out all the episodes, but check out the episodes I've been on if you haven't already. If you're watching this, you've seen them all. They, they know times. us already, but if for whatever reason they don't, it's not necessarily my favorite, but I think of the best introduction to us is 2.0. Yes. And also what I Adam get Ray a lot 2. of 2. show, Adam Ray 2.0, Take Your Shoes Off podcast, uh, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, whatever. Uh, the amount of people that come up to me at live shows and go sleepover series makes me very happy because that is a sleeper of a podcast anything I, i've never seen anybody ever do that where we did three episodes in 24 hours all in different and they all have different mm -hmm. flavors to them the first one is nice welcome to you, we went to my aunt's house and she it's on the beach almost and the first one was on the roof before the sleepover it's evening call it was after it was late afternoon the yeah. first one. Oh, that's right like three or four it was daytime still and the the, the boats were in the background i, I rewatched it recently or no it was booze? just it was just, just talking just just hanging like this and that night we got blitz stoned and we did the first half in a bubble bath together yeah and then on the couch in matching pajamas yeah and then the next one was the morning hangover where we're just chatting and just we look the way we look in the night but all of them <laughs> it was great had a lot of great moments yeah. and not like not there, there's none of them would i look at and go oh, that one that one was fine they all had a because they were all different so different i guess and that's a, an testament to you to just to think that that is uh how it could uh, pan out. I want to go. Oh, beginning, middle, end. Tell yeah, we, a story here, because because you want it's, Ron Howard taught you that on the set of I, uh, he, he taught it to KFC he, commercial. He taught it to uh, yeah Colonel Sanders, but I overheard, or should I say, overbird? Tom Hanks is Colonel Sanders. Ready? Popcorn chicken. <laughs> it's actually <sighs> great, but I would have liked more acknowledgement on my overbird because it's uh, fried who? chicken. Your overbird. <sighs> By the way, that's what Larry Bird. Hates to hear. Yeah, but Amber Heard loves it. Listen, man. Did you see Tom Hanks telling the paparazzi to back the fuck up? Popcorn chicken. <laughs> Third base. <laughs> Guys, this is Rick Glassman. Take your shoes off pod at Rick Glassman Thank you so much for Twitter having me, Instagram. Adam. I love you, bud. And uh, as always, scoot do. Boobity boo. That was fun, Adam. Thanks for helping me keep up my appearance of that other guy that people think I really am. No problem, real Rick. <laughs> All right. Hey, can I want to get my parking validated. Up. Trigger water. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.